Jordan Love absolutely shreds a top 10 defense on Thanksgiving. He came to eat on Thursday. You know who else did? Rashawn Gary and this defense creating opportunities, creating turnovers. Plus, even the special teams got into the act a little bit. We're going to break it all down on our live Locked on Packers Thanksgiving postgame. You are Locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Locked On today to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. That's BetterHelp.com slash Locked On. The Green Bay Packers won the toss. And they elected to receive. Remember last week, after the game, after the Chargers game, they felt like this Packers team, we heard them to a man talk about their confidence in attacking that Chargers defense. Well, that Chargers defense sucks. It's terrible. This Lions defense is the 10th ranked defense by DVOA in the NFL. It is a defense that suffocated them, at least in the first half, the last two times, uh, the the last time these two teams got together to play. The Packers clearly felt good about how they're going to attack this Lions defense. And we talked about some of the struggles over the last month, some of the issues that they've had since week seven. This is still a very talented defense. Guys like Aiden Hutchinson, Brian Branch, they are stars. And the Packers come out on the first drive and march it down their throats. From the jump, Jordan Love in command, in control, sidearm slings, off-platform, second reaction plays, everything you want to see from a franchise quarterback, not just a starting quarterback, like this idea about, is he a starter? Yes, we've established he's a starter. The question that we've been asking is, is he a franchise quarterback? And what you need to do is you need to go out and take down a high-end opponent. How about an eight and two Lions team on the road on a short week without Aaron Jones, without Luke Musgrave, without David Bakhtiari, without Dontavian Wicks, who was your best receiver last week? How about that? How about that? How about that? He did it. And he looked in command the entire game. The entire game. From the first drive. Now, look. The first half, I mean, the first throw, 
he underthrew Christian Watson, but you love the idea and you gave Christian Watson a chance. He goes up, he's so open. It doesn't even matter that it was slightly underthrown. I want love. That's the, that's the final thing for me is Jordan Love, just have confidence on some of these deep balls. Just let it rip, my guy. Like, how can we hold in our brains the idea of, J- of Jaden Reed's touchdown where he throws it through Christian Watson? I mean, I still don't know how he got that ball in there. Right on the chest of Jaden Reed. I mean, it was one of those, you have to catch this ball. And also underthrow a deep ball like that. But then you come back on the slot fade, the touchdown that ultimately is the game winner in terms of the winning margin, a beautiful slot fade, touch everything you want to see from Jordan Love. And they almost had the game sealer on the ground, a 37-yard spectacular call from Matt LaFleur to give Jordan Love a chance to run that little zone read. We talked about this with Matt Derry on our crossover Thursday that was on our Wednesday show, that you have an opportunity to use Jordan's legs. And I thought that we would see a little bit more boot in this game than we did. I think that was a, as much about the, the way that their edges play as anything else. I think it had to do with their linebackers. They used a good amount of play action and were able to get a lot of good things off play action. But so much of this day was just, hey, the Packers think that they're better. The Packers think that they're better. And offensively, they absolutely were. I mean, this is a top five offense in the league and the Packers outplayed them seven yards per play from this Green Bay Packers offense. And you can quibble, you know, they, they had the fourth and one. That's not great. They, if you take away the big run, they average less than four yards a carry. Like there's, there's still meat on the bone. That's what's really remarkable about this. And, and we talked about this a little bit after last week to play as well as they did offensively and only come away with 23. Well, this time they come away with 29. You make an extra point, it's 30. You make another extra point instead of feeling like you have to go for two, it's 31. And, you know, this is what you expect the offense can do week in and week out. I think this for me is the game where you go, okay, this is real, this Jordan Love thing. Because you go back to the Rams game and you say, okay, it's a, it's a bad Rams team, but that's nice. That was in command. That's making throws with confidence. You go to Pittsburgh, a game that they absolutely could have won, probably should have won, and Jordan Love has probably his best game as a pro. Five big-time throws, according to Pro Football Focus. He's slinging the ball down the field. Then he comes back and has a no-doubt best game of his career against a bad Chargers defense. Well, now, against two now top 10 defenses, by DVOA, the Steelers and the Lions. He played spectacular. This is really high level stuff from Jordan Love. And it wasn't just first read, whatever. It wasn't just yak stuff. This was play action deep in, bang on the numbers. And the numbers could have even been even better. You have the Jaden Reed drop on third down. Luckily, the Packers got a stop right after that. So you did, that didn't have to be a momentous play. It could have been a momentous play. Luckily for Green Bay, it wasn't. But if the offense is going to play like this, if if the offense is going to play like this, they can beat anybody. Maybe not the 49ers, maybe not the Eagles. But like the Lions are one of the best teams in the NFL. The Lions already beat the Chiefs this year. 
This is one of the best teams in the NFL. It's probably the third best team in the NFC. And the Packers, they didn't just beat them. Like, they kind of thumped them. I know the final score is going to say 29-22. This was a two-score game for the entirety of the game. Once the Packers scored that second score to go up two scores, it was a two-score game for the rest of the game until there's a minute left. Don't let the final score fool you. This was an impressive and borderline dominant performance after the Packers in week four got their butts kicked up front. I mean, got their butts kicked up front on both sides of the ball. Jordan Love had time to throw in this game. The defense did their part. And you put together what is right now, at least, the signature win of the Jordan Love era, the signature win of this season. And I think truly, one of the signature wins of the Matt LaFleur era, going back 2019, 2020, 2021, I understand there's playoff wins, there's all that stuff. But to go on the road against an 8-2 and two Lions team that manhandled you in week four without Aaron Jones, without Luke Musgrave, without Jair Alexander, without Devondre Campbell, without David Bakhtiari, who you're not going to have the rest of the season, without Dontavian Wicks, who is a crucial role player for this team, without all of those guys, you go out and get an impressive win because your quarterback plays like a franchise top 10 kind of quarterback performance. Doesn't mean he's that yet, but it was that kind of performance. And your best defensive player who's still out there, Rashawn Gary, and maybe maybe it's time to say your best defensive player full stop was unblockable in this game. Maybe your second best defensive player full stop, Kenny Clark, right now at least, was unblockable in this game. You get a pair of fumbles, the sack fumble that turns into a touchdown. You get four fourth down stops in this game, the special teams, all of it comes together. And when this team plays in all three phases, they showed in this game, they are good enough to beat anybody. I want to talk about this defense and the performance that they put together in this game in just a second here on our live post-game Locked on Packers. Today's episode of Locked on Packers brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, the Packers were seven and a half point dogs when this all went down. So not only do they win and they win impressively, they win impressively as heavy, heavy underdogs. I hope you had the Packers plus the points in this one. And if you took the money line, you made out nicely. That was paying out two, two fifty at plus odds for you. You're going to double your money in all of this. And if you did it, With your first bet on FanDuel, you can win $150 in bonus bets. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins on the money line. And there's so many other ways that you can win with FanDuel. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. Keep an eye on what that Packers-Chiefs line is. The Packers are going to have that extra rest. So... Eh, could be something to think about. You get Jerry Alexander back. You get Devondre Campbell back. Aaron, nah, Aaron, I don't know about Aaron Jones. Packers could put a scare in the Kansas City Chiefs. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever 
national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. That's right, we did it. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Defensively for the Packers, they they closed softly. They went out a little bit like lambs when they came in like lions. But you get 20 first quarter points. And after that first drive from the Lions, it looked like it was going to be a long day. The, the Lions just methodically go down the field and and punk this Packers defense. Then it was a lot of plays being made. It wasn't just bad execution. There's plenty of bad execution. Jared Goff did not play well in this game at all. But one of the reasons is he was pressured on half of his dropbacks. This is supposed to be an elite, an elite offensive line. And the Packers defensive front absolutely dominated this football game. As as pass rushers especially dominated this football game. And I understand, you know, the, the running game, it looks nice. David Montgomery, almost five yards of carry. Jameer Gibbs, almost five yards, yards of carry. Gibbs hit that 23-yarder. If he doesn't hit that one, you know, it, it, those numbers don't look nearly as good. Then he's averaging more like two and a half yards per carry, Jameer Gibbs. was The Packers won this battle up front. To only allow 300, 140 yards on 31 carries, that's, that's an improvement for them, four and a half yards of carry. That's improvement for them. But more importantly, you force three fumbles on Jared Goff, one of which you return for a touchdown. That's just a hedge-up play by Jonathan Owens. Like, there have been times when it seems like the refs had blown things dead. Luckily, they didn't in this one. And defensively, it is it is kind of okay to be playing this too high, don't give up explosive plays. The Packers didn't give up a ton of explosive plays in this one, at least in when the game was still in doubt. But you have to be able to get takeaways if you're going to do that. If you're going to give up yards, you have to trade it for something else. And the Packers have not gotten enough takeaways this season. This was the game. Rashawn Gary was unbelievable in this football game. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, and the the, the forced fumble that turns into the touchdown ends a drive, really another turnover on fourth down when you get the sack fumble. Preston Smith got a pressure that became a fourth down stop. Those are turnovers. The Packers got multiple turnovers from the Lions in deep plus territory. Like we're talking about inside the 10, inside the 20, inside the 30, you're getting turnovers in those spots. That's huge. And we talked about this coming in situational offense and defense, the red zone where the Packers scored touchdowns in this game. Now, they, they did have some scoring opportunities that they left go. Like, again, meat on the bone in, in, in an offensive game where you put up 377 yards. You're going to look at the, the final numbers and say, oh, 464 yards. That's a lot for the Lions. Six yards of play, yeah, that's a lot. But in the second half, a lot of that was just like, okay, just tr- you're, they're just trying to come back. The Packers only allowed 6.9 yards per pass. So this was really a nice performance. And then in the red zone... In the red zone, the Lions, they they do they have a nice performance in the red zone in a vacuum. 
But just outside the red zone, you get fourth, multiple fourth down stops in plus territory. That stuff is monumental in a game like this. Like the Packers defense did not play 464 yards of offense bad at all. It was really just three drives and one of them was a game is over, down two scores, make them take a long time kind of drive. Now, can you win consistently without Jair Alexander on the field? Probably not. You know, they, they're probably going to get Darnell Savage back coming up in a week. I think Anthony Johnson Jr. has played well enough that that maybe he gets more opportunities. Rudy Ford, he misses the game. And you get Jonathan Owens out there just making plays, lighting guys up, all, making tackles all over the field. Like this was one of those games where the stuff that we thought the Packers were going to be able to bring to bear this season, especially this pass rush on the front. Kenny Clark, they could not block Kenny Clark. I had a text from a league source during the game that was like, he is he is going to eat these boys alive. Alive. And he did. The whole game. And he got held multiple times. They didn't call it. And the, the Rashawn Gary, are we still going to wonder about the sacks? Are we still going to play this game? Pressure is production. And pressures are far more indicative of, of future sack production than sacks are. I know that's a weird thing, but that's true. Because the more opportunities you give yourself to create sacks, the more sacks you're going to have. This this was, he was doing the sort of reverse Kyler Fackrell. Where Kyler Fackrell had like eight sacks when he had 29 pressures or something crazy. All Rashawn Gary has done all season is get a bunch of pressures. Now he was getting home, punching at the ball, created multiple fumbles. And he's a game breaker. Don't tell me he doesn't change the game. He can dominate games. And he did in this one, especially in obvious past situations. He was getting home consistently. They had twists. They had games. They had stuff schemed up. But then you just have guys winning one-on-one. Kenny Clark, one-on-one. And I have to say, you know, we, we shouted out Jonathan Owens and that front. But man, it is nice to have uh, uh, what I, I guess really a fourth string corner in Carrington Valentine. They didn't even throw at him. Like they threw at him once and he almost intercepted the ball, taking it away from Amon Ross St. Brown. That was it. That was it. They're going to go after Corey Valentine. That's okay. He's a, a cornerback five, cornerback six on most teams. He's a special teams player. In a perfect world, he never has to play for you. So maybe you can get Eric Stokes back if Jair Alexander can't go. Stokes and Valentine, that sounds like a nightmare in press man coverage against almost anybody. I, I liked what I saw from Quay Walker at times today. The, the Sam Laporta play on fourth down, he makes that play because he's in perfect coverage on Sam Laporta. Jared Goff tries to throw the back shoulder because Quay is all over it. And the thing that I love is Quay Walker did not panic, did not grab, did not try and play through the chest just got in the way and got in the way enough that Sam Laporta couldn't find the ball until late in the throw. If your defense is going to play complimentary football like that, then you you can live with these guys not playing, you know, the, the premium talent that you have. The Packers score that touchdown, then you get the fumble return touchdown. Once it's 20 to six, the Packers forced a punt they turn the Lions over on downs and they force another punt. 
by the time the second half starts, and I know they gave up the touchdown in the opening drive, now it's 23 to six. And you have a three score lead. That's complimentary football. And here was, you get, you get a touchdown to, to start the second half, but then the Packers get a turnover on downs, a fumble, which was really a turnover on downs, and a turnover on downs in the middle of the second half. The Packers end up getting the touchdown to re-extend that lead to three scores, and or you had a chance to, to kick the, get the two-point conversion to make it three scores. They didn't get it. And then you give up the touchdown at the end to make the aesthetics of it better. But... Those are those are big stops. Without your you usually need premium talent. You usually need premium talent to get those kinds of stops. And it was Rashawn Gary and his friends, but Preston Smith in the way back machine. He played much better as a pass rusher lately. You'd love to see that. It is so easy to get really excited about what this Packers defense, when everyone is healthy, could be, even with all the misgivings that I have about Joe Barry. They went out and played their asses off in this game. And you absolutely love to see it. I want to shout out a couple more guys. Plus, have to give flowers to the special teams in this one. Rich Bisaccia, earning a little bit of that money. We're going to talk about that in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Sometimes you just need a little bit of a boost to be the best version of yourself. There are times when all of us go through struggles. The weather's starting to change. Maybe you struggle with the seasonal blues, especially if you live someplace where it gets real cold. It's not great. If you have someone to talk to, it can be easier. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. We have to talk a little bit about the special teams. Now, it wasn't all perfect. You missed the PAT on that the the punt or the, the fumble touchdown. That's what makes this a game late because if the Packers could have just kicked all their extra points, the Lions have no shot at it late. But then, you know, you get an opportunity to pin the Lions deep and you make the play. Robert Rochelle lays out to make the play, new corner, great speed, perfect special teams gunner, lays out, makes the play. You pin the Lions back. I didn't love the decision to kick it there. I thought with the way the offense was playing, they could have been a little bit more aggressive in that spot. 
but the, the Packers defense ends up getting a stop anyway. I thought, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna flag this, I'm gonna mark it down. Could have been a little bit more aggressive there. Uh, and they weren't, but the Packers defense, again, complimentary football, bailed them out. And then what I think was really the play of the game is you get a fake punt and the Packers, uh, they have it read beautifully. They have it played perfectly. And it makes you wonder, was there a tell? Did they think, okay, these are the kinds of spots where Dan Campbell, they, they clearly had something scouted here. They clearly had something scouted here with this Lions team where they they knew this was coming. They could feel it was coming. Maybe it was just feel. They're like, okay, this is the kind of spot where we're used to seeing Dan Campbell be aggressive. So, hey, great. We're ready for it. And they played wide. I thought Greg Olson did a great job on the broadcast explaining, like, if you don't get that premium look, especially backed up in your own end, then you've got to have a kill call for those. They didn't. The Packers get the ball. It's 23-14. You end up scoring. And that's the difference. And how did they score? How did they score? A Jordan Love touch, not a deep throw, but a vertical shot on a slot fade. An absolutely gorgeous play to Christian Watson. And frankly, we've gone too long not talking about Christian Watson. We should have done it at the top. The offense just looks different when this is the version of Christian Watson that you get. And if you don't believe me, ask Aaron Rodgers. He talked about this last last year. Five catches for 94 yards, including the 53-yard bomb to open the game. You get the touchdown there. His ability to win vertically. And, and if if Love could have gotten a little bit more oomph on that, on that last throw at the end of the game, the third and 10 throw, Watson's open. It's cover zero, so you've got a free rusher right in your face. You just got to stand and deliver that ball down the field. Give Christian Watson a chance. Put put a little bit more on that one. I think he was trying to baby it, trying to give Christian Watson a chance rather than risking overthrowing it. You just got to let it rip. Watson was open a lot in this game and a lot in in big opportune moments. And if if that's what you're getting, plus the the stuff that Jaden Reed gives you, Romeo Dobbs, a couple really nice catches. And then you you get something from Malik Heath who made a couple really nice catches through traffic. You have the the Jordan Love, the the no-no yes throw, where he's throwing it back across his body. By the way, just a perfect sidearm. If Patrick Mahomes does that, it leads SportsCenter. Um, If Jordan Love does it, you go, well, well, I I was even, you know, in that same camp, like, hey, that was pretty cool. Don't, Don't ever do that again. But he can do those things. That's the thing. When he's playing with this kind of confidence, he can do those things. And Malik Heath just gives you another body. Like, he, he, with a plum, played the Dontavian Wicks role in this game. Just be a reliable body in the middle of the field and Jordan Love will find you. And he did. I mean, like Samori Toure, not even a thought on this team. Four catches for 46 yards on all four targets that Malik Heath got, he caught. You had A.J. Dillon in space, making a couple guys miss miss some big runs. He looks as explosive as he has looked in his NFL career. And then you slip Tucker Kraft out Reward him. He should have had the touchdown last week. Keep Just keep your feet in bounds, Tucker. And you have the touchdown. So, I mean, think about how many guys, young guys, last week came through. And now, think about how many guys, young guys, new guys. Like, you get, the, you get Christian Watson to come through in this game. You get Malik Keith to come through in this game. You get the Tucker Craft touchdown where last week you did it. 
Jonathan Owens comes up and plays terrific football for you. That's, I mean, that's what this, the, the, the quote unquote growing pains, that's why you go through them because then you come out the other side and you've got a team full of young players. And if the Packers, someone in the chat just said, if the Packers go five and one, they could get a seven. If they go five and one, they could get the six. I mean, that's not out of the question. That's not out of the question. And then if you get the six, like you could get the lions and the three, six, and very clearly you are not, you are not afraid of this lion's team. The beating the lions makes is going to make it tough to, to, for the lions to get the two, which is then the two, seven. It's not impossible. You look at the schedule, Giants, Panthers, Bucks, Bears, Vikings. That's your final five. I, I, as we sit here today, they are better than all five of those teams. You win all those games, you go, you go 10 and seven. That is out there for them. And, and this, their best game of the season overall as a team comes with out their, their best player on offense. Their, their do-it-all tight end, their best corner, their best linebacker. Guys, get excited. Like it, 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 Not that it doesn't matter, but like this is a monster win, irrespective of what happens the rest of the way. This is a, a paradigmatic win, potentially, for the Green Bay Packers, who can, who can say, look, this program is going the right way because we have a franchise quarterback, and an absolutely loaded roster with young talent. And so I, I know that a lot of people are like, I don't care about the playoffs. Pushing for the playoffs. You don't have to go. You don't have to win all these games. But making that push, playing well in these big spots with the whole, I mean, the whole country's watching. It's the, it's the standalone. It's the island game. The Thanksgiving opener. And they showed out. That is a great, great thing for the future of this organization. And it is very easy to be excited about. I hope you're excited. We've got a lot more to come on this season here on Lockdown Packers, where we're always here for you five days a week. Check out what we're doing over at The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Go subscribe to Lockdown Sports today. Uh, this is We're live on YouTube after the game. It's Thursday right this minute. This will go into your podcast feed for Friday morning. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. We will be back Monday, by the way. Uh, follow me on Twitter, P Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the, the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we are right now with 600 of my closest friends, come hang out with us live on YouTube. Go subscribe over on our YouTube page so you can stay. Locked on Packers.